God that heals, God that binds, God that unites, God that liberates. Be with our thoughts, words, and actions. Let us always use your senses. All this we ask in the name of your loving Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning. I would like to start today with my report for the annual meeting last week. I'm sure you all are not like me, and you have all gone to our website, trinitymidtown.org, and have gone to our annual report tab and have found this yourself. But here it is a second time. It has been a blessing and an honor to serve as Trinity's curate for the past six months. Not an experience that I was prepared for. While in seminary, I tried to imagine what curacy or my first placement would be like. I had made a list and thought of all the qualities I needed in a community. But never did I imagine that I would get every single thing that I prayed for and more. Trinity is a welcoming and affirming community that is diverse in too many ways to name today. You are kind, generous, resilient, and most importantly, a community that loves God. So here are a few updates since July. I've met a lot of you virtually or through other small in-person gatherings, and through these interactions, I have seen how you love your community. I have learned so much about caring and showing up from all of you, even while socially distant. As the liaison for Family and Outreach Ministries, my focus during these past few months has been to get acquainted with the different programs at Trinity. And some of this has done by calling a few of you, joining Zoom meetings, and looking through our website. And although this has not been an easy task, you all have been so patient with me, and I thank you. With your support, we helped organize a food donation drive for a local animal shelter and a book drive for our county's psychiatric unit. These were wonderful ways to visit with some of you while either dropping off or picking up donations and even getting some book recommendations on the way. Even during this pandemic, we continue to help our neighbors by hosting blood drives. Since September, we held three blood drives. And from a pandemic to social unrest, the year 2020 was one to remember. And as we learn to live into a new normal, I am reminded of Jesus walking with those who weep. Through you, I am reminded that Jesus is always with the 99 and goes back for the one left behind. I am reminded of the importance of loving our neighbors and making room for others. 
So I end this report with my most recent favorite verse from Micah. He has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. And finally, friends, as Mother Teresa once said, peace begins with a smile. Gracias por tanto. So I wanted to share my report with you because there's so much that has happened in these last six months. Actually, now, almost seven. Non-stop chaos, for sure. Now, I thrive from that, that rush. I really can naturally just go and, and gravitate towards it. But there has been a lot of uncertainty. And there has also been healing. Liberation in all parts of my life, from family to marriage. There has been fear. Probably fear like Israel when listening to what Moses had to say in our first lesson today. It is a stern and an authoritative passage. Now, for some of us, this passage is helpful because we are given direct instructions. Know what to expect. But we all interpret based on our own context, our own experiences. Moses lets Israel know that their prophet will be one of their own. I mean, they had been on their journey to the pr promised land for 40 years already. So I'm assuming that this is what they needed to hear. Moses in this book is all about the laws that Israel is to follow to make them a unique people among the nations, like God said. And then we come to the first story of healing in Mark's Gospel. In the Hebrew Bible, God says, I will hold accountable. So there is a lot at stake for future readers, which leaves future generations probably somewhat anxious. Here comes Jesus with a new teaching, with authority, healing, so here's how I connect my report. In the midst of everything that, that has had to break apart these past few months, there has been freedom. And a few takeaways from that has been that God will provide the words. God will hold all of us accountable. And God will teach us. And God will free Be silent. Let God do God and notice where God is freeing you today. Now Jesus in Mark's gospel encounters this man with an unclean spirit, which is translated into a demonic spirit. One who opposes love and God. That affects the receiver, in this case the man. But Jesus restores. These spirits are afraid of God. They recognize God's power and authority. These spirits obviously come from a place of fear. 
And today, we see these spirits active in our churches, communities, our world. Because I do not think that humans or Christians could stand for the killing of anyone, for the lynching of any human body, when Jesus himself was lynched out of fear. Only an unclean spirit could stand for genocides. This week we honored the six million Jewish victims of the Holocaust. International Holocaust Remembrance Day also calls us to action to recognize the harm that's been done, to name it, to educate ourselves so that we can prevent future genocides. We cannot change our past, but we can create a different future. We recognize our own faults, both personal and communal ones. And as I wrote my report for our annual meeting, I noticed healing. I have had to let go of some of the anger I have felt not only towards God, but even myself this past year. And the one thing in common that drives a lot of this pain is fear. Fear of failing, fear of not feeling seen. But naming this for myself has allowed me to go back to scripture, to be silent, to pay close attention to where God is setting free. Now, I know Lent is not for a few more weeks, but I want us to start thinking of what this means for you, for your community, for this community. What are areas of our lives and ministries that need healing, that need liberation, that needs to be restored? What needs to be freed? Perhaps even our own idea of what we are called to do. God has found us right where we are. None of us have any special knowledge and knowing that we cannot do everything also sets us free to do what we can do. And we will be lost, and we will struggle. But as presiding Bishop Michael Curry reminds us in his latest book, Love is the Way, the journey is always a struggle. But the movement is always forward. Now, if you ask me why, I'll answer, I don't know. But as Frederick Douglass put it, if there is no struggle, there is no progress. And just like I did not see the fruits or the healing during these past few months or year until I report, wrote my report, 
My job remains the same, to love. And as once someone said, we may never see the end results, but that is the difference between the master builder and the worker. We are workers, not master builders. Ministers, not messiahs. We are prophets of a future, not our own. So as St. Augustine said, love God and do what you will. Amen.